Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 173. Woo! Three. 173 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum, my favorite rum, your favorite rum. Go to Benny's, go to your local liquor store, ask about Parse, get yourself some rum before summer's over. Say something nice about Parse. When was the last time you planted a tree? You say you like the um, world, then buy some Parse. Plant a tree. Great. You're saving the earth. Sorry you about it. Want to help the environment? Buy a bottle of Parse. You like the earth? Get some Parse. Dakota, I was really excited to tell the people that you were wearing no sleeves, and I was going to ask you about the sleeve monster, but then you changed. Uh, yeah, beat you to the punch. Uh, that's honestly my comfiest shirt. I wear it all the time, and then I remembered we were recording. That's why I changed shirts before we started. But it's so comfy. I wear it every day when I get home. Where is everybody right now? Zach, you're in Detroit. Yep, Motor City. Lexington, yeah. Kentucky. You're in three weeks left. home, huh? Everybody's three weeks home? left, and then I get to go watch my friends play baseball. It's going to be a fun time, huh? I can't wait to watch GS 5-9. If he doesn't start, Zach, if you don't start one of the last, like, six games at home, I'll be on the field. I'm going streaking on the field in protest. That would be electric. Did you guys you. see tonight two people ran on the field to hug Bro. Oh, yeah. That was kind of scary. And then the one was hugging him, and then the security guard was, like, tackling him, and then he wouldn't let go. Then the other guy came, and then he kind of got tabletopped, and he ended up on the ground. That's too much for me. Like, I, I don't need you touching the players. Like, that's where it's like, mm, I don't know what this guy's thinking. Like, what's going on in his head? Anything can happen think, here. I don't think anybody's running on the field to touch me, but if somebody did get close enough to touch me, I think I'm going I'm going the opposite way. I'm going. What if well, they, they what always if I tell come us, to like, game, keep, it, keep your eye on them, right? Like, yeah, don't turn your back and just if they come near you, kind of do what you got to do. Ian, what if I come to a game and I run on the field? What do you think happens? Do you hug me? Maybe I maybe I would start running with you. I'd start like yeah. blocking. Perfect. You like, lead block on the security guards. Go Dude, let him go. Let him go. The security guards have no remorse when they get whoever they can't getting, bro. But think about it. You can't. Like if I see those people running at Acuna, I'm like, this guy's done. I'm done. taking him out. But like, because if because say you're the security guard and you let the guy go and he dives at Acuna's legs or whatever, some freak thing happens, like. That's on you. Yeah. And like, that's your world series. If you're a security guard. Oh yeah. bro. Can I ask you guys? So like if Ian, if you see somebody about to hop over the fence, like you see about to happen is your initial reaction. Like fuck someone's about to come on the field. And like, I'm nervous or like, what, what is your initial reaction seeing? Like, no, it's knowing that you're about to see a streaker or like someone's about to come on the field. I've seen it a couple of times, but it's never been like super near me. I would say I would only get nervous if it was, close to me if it's close to me i'm getting out of there yeah like i could see bleacher jeff running up and trying to give you a hug if you ever went on the field <laughs> it's bleacher, just that's bleacher like, jeff has so much respect for the game that he shuts the wave down because he doesn't want to distract the players love that i do like He's, that i didn't mean He's that never, i didn't mean that as a slight to bleacher jeff i meant like if he ran on the field it would be to give you a hug and i you would give I mean? him a hug i would 100 that's what i'm saying like i think you it's like a, it's like a family member 100 percent we had one a few weeks ago, and this guy was running for like a good two or three minutes. Just like security guards are coming each and every way, and just they were just not stopping him. And at the end, he was just like, "All right, like I'm good." And they just yeah, better I, there was like, dude, twelve of them. Just everybody's getting a shot. Everybody's getting their hits on this guy, and it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> I love Dakota, that. do you have a list of topics for the show today? I sure don't. That's awesome. All right, That's awesome. Can, uh, hey, I got some. Um, oh, wait I a think... minute. First time ever, Zach Short comes with a topic. Stop, That's the first dude. time in pod history, 172 <laughs> episodes. Zero topics. Here's ding, 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 ding. This first better time. be good. Mookie Betts is my MVP this year. Nope. I wow. would like to counter with Freddie Freeman, who is hitting 341. Doesn't matter. You guys heard of this guy, Ronald Lacuna Jr.? He's pretty good, too. Hey, hey, yeah. Mookie is completely taking over my MVP race between those two. But his show, uh, well, I almost said show. Can I ask a question? Act like you know ball, Dakota. Can I ask a question about the MVP? I just want to. I want to start with something, and then I want to ask a question. My first thing is, it's just hilarious to me that the baseball writers and everybody in the media landscape gets so fired up, and they're like, "Acuna's a runaway MVP," and then they're like, "Oh wait, this dude's gonna hit 400." Like it's it's a two way race, and it's like, 
May 15th. Yeah. It's like, just give the season some time to unfold. Everyone's getting a little excited. And now you have Buki, Freddie, and Acuna. And I want to ask a question about this. Mookie's played a bunch of positions, but he's primarily a right fielder. Cunha's a primarily a right fielder. Freddie Freeman plays first base. He gets a pretty big positional slap. Yeah. From the from the war, from the war generator for playing first base. When you look at these guys, do you line up the pure stats or do you use war, whether it's F war or B war, as I... a metric? Because I've seen this and like Mookie's got seven wins above replacement and Acuna's got just under that call it six six and a half and then Freddie's not really in that conversation with those guys and it's because he plays first base but if you look at all of his other numbers he's right there I think for me I think it's more of um, the stats I don't love war like I don't know much about it I know that it's kind of like a whatever stat but like the higher like when guys are getting in like that Shohei range it's like, all right, that is absolutely insane, you know. But like, I just don't. Yeah, if I'm ahead, looking, sorry. sorry, if I'm looking at MVP, like Mookie's hitting 315 with a one dot, like he has 35 homers. Yeah, 35 homers. Um, I mean, Freddie Freeman just did his 50th double yesterday. 50, and he's got a month left. <laughs> he's also hitting 341. No, go ahead, Dakota. Thank you for patiently waiting yeah, with your hand. Forty-one, up. basically. No, the one dot. This hand is not as a question. This is me. Hand up. I'd like to retract. Uh, I have looked at the numbers, and I would like to agree with Zach. Um, Mookie for MVP. And that I listen after. Insane yeah, and like stats. after watching Acuna when we played him, I was like, I mean, I don't see anybody beating this guy with the numbers he has. He's stealing three bases every time he gets on base, like. You're not you're not gonna pass him. And then like Akil Badu on our team was just like he's like, bro, I'm telling you, Mookie. And I'm like, dude, no, like that lineup's too stacked. Like it's just I don't I don't see it. Like, bro, every day MLB network, Mookie bets, five hit game, Mookie bets, two homers. And it's like, bro. And I did you said not playing know. short second and outfield. I did not know Acuna had 59 bags. Bags. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I also didn't know that Mookie had 35 and 93, which is also insane. Like, that's insane. That is bonkers. From the leadoff, which, again, it doesn't really matter in that lineup because everybody's getting on base. But, I mean, his OBP is 407. He's, like you said, his OPS is like 101. One dot. Whatever, you know, Tom, like, Tom, can you read us the uh, average OPS and uh, – RBIs. Yeah. Stolen bases. Yeah. So Mookie right now, 123 games, is hitting 315 with a 407 OBP, uh, 611 slugging, which leads the league, and a 1.018. So a 1018 uh, OPS. So that's a 171 OPS plus. Both of those figures also lead the league. He's got 35 homers, 93 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases. He's also hit 36 doubles. Uh, Acuna, on the other hand, Acuna in 129 games is hitting 330 with a 413 OBP, a 9 uh, 562 slugging, and a 975 OPS. He's got a 159 OPS plus. Uh, he's got 28 homers, 74 runs batted in, 30 doubles to go along with 59 stolen bases. He is 59 for 70 on stolen. So what did, what did you say his? OPS plus was 159. 159 and Mookie right now is 171. Okay. Why is that? I, I almost feel like that's too low. Like 70 better than 70% of the league. Like I like I feel like that's better than like 90% of the league. It's it's 70% better than league average. Okay. I think it's 90% better than league average. Like it's almost I, it's almost double, it's almost double league average. I think another nut stat adding to the Acuna ones is 595 plane appearances, only 73 punches and 66 walks. That's crazy. Dude, that is crazy. That is crazy. Can Mookie you has Freddy's? 88. I like to hear Freddy's. Yeah, I also have Freddy's. Yeah. Uh, Freddy, 341 average, a 417 OBP, which leads the league. Uh, he's got a 581 slugging and a nine, almost a one dot. He's got a 0.998 
OPS. He's got a 167 OPS plus, 23 homers, 86 runs, bad Vin. He's got sneaky 17 steals, a career high. Yeah. 17. I yes, knew that. I dude. knew that a lot. And for good measure, just want to throw this out there, with still a, a month left to go in the season, he has 50 doubles, 50 doubles, which obviously leads the league. That's insane. I feel that's, like doesn't Mookie that's use terrifying. two more bags, or, is, or am I wrong? Mookie? He's only got 10. Like, doesn't he use – I feel like he gets more than that, or am I wrong? No. He, uh, earlier in his career, like during the Boston era, he stole 21, 26, 26, 30. Uh, but then since going to L.A., he hasn't stole more than 12 in a season. Zach, Can I just you know, say that's a pretty bananas MVP race going on, and the fact that two of those guys are on the same team is a little terrifying. And can I also and, say, go ahead. I'd also like to say that, like Matt Olson's going to have probably fifty pumps, not even in the conversation. We're talking about, like that's insane. So with Freddie too, like and Acuna not walking that much, not striking out and still doing that much damage, it's like anytime this guy hits the ball, it's for damage. It's for yeah. slug. Can I give you another crazy stat from a guy that isn't, I wouldn't say really in the MVP. Like, he's probably top 10, Arias. Like, I'd say just because his slugging numbers, like he's probably not up there with yeah, those yeah. guys. He has 528 plate appearances, and he has 31 strikeouts. Bro, how insane is that? I'm going to be really happy if I have less strikeouts and I have games played. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's so impressive to just – like, pitchers are so good. There's so Ian, many it's good tough, pitchers. It's tough, Ian, because you have such a good eye and you're so stubborn in a good way to the strike zone that you get in a lot of two-strike counts. I used to do the same thing where it's like you don't get off of your approach and, like, these guys are like, hey, that shit starts a strike, I'm fucking swinging. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get deep in a lot of counts. And Ian, do you still lead the – are you? No, he's, he's not leading it behind Soto. No, oh, Soto's, you, but Soto's, you're second, right? You were second last time. We uh, probably Schwab Daddy's second. I'm probably in the top five ish. Real quick, friend of the pod, Schwarber. Did you see? Yes, dude. Like the stats on him, dude. Schwab he could be the, trying to set a few records. It's he's going to be the first player in history with a negative WAR, possibly a negative WAR, and 40 homers. That That's that would crazy. be pretty insane. Thirty six singles, thirty six homers. <laughs> Say that again, because I don't know if people heard that. Thirty six singles and thirty six homers. <laughs> that is so insane. I did. I did talk to him when we were playing, and he had a funny line about the shift. It was like, God damn it! I thought the shift would give me some singles. It's not working. <laughs> but he's it, the. It's the crazy thing about war is like he's. Yeah, he's not hitting. He's not getting a bunch of hits. His average isn't through the roof, but he's going to hit 40 pumps, probably going to drive in 80, 90 runs. Like, he's super valuable for that team. But, like, to say that he would be a negative war player, like, that that means that the league average would replace him. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, someone said to me the other day, like, why does he lead off? He has 95 walks. His OBP is 335 and his batting average is 189. Like he yeah. gets on base. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was right with him and then I didn't walk for like a week and he just kept walking. So I'm I probably have 80 something and he's got like 95. Yeah, you have eight, yeah. you have 83 right now, which is tied for fourth. You know who you're tied with. Pretty good guy to be tied with right now for the MLB fourth place. So the man named Shohei Otani. We're boys. Maybe you've heard of him. Hey, we're boys. Real quick, before we move on, I also was just, like, looking at the Phillies lineup the other day. Like, I know Bryce Harper missed a lot of time, but, like, he's just – he's Bryce Harper. He's like, he's hitting 306. He's in August. He's so good. So good. And people are like, the power. Where'd the power go? He's going to be just fine. You know, he'll be just fine. He's he, – he rakes. That's a good team. The Phillies are a good team Tom, with a hot Trey Turner. Tom, I don't want to say this, okay? I don't want to say it. But maybe Trey Turner hit two homers tonight after the fans said, we Trey Turner, we believe in you. Maybe, just maybe, the fans cheered for him and he's showing up. He's up to 255. He's gonna he, he was at like 228. What's his, what's his OPS? OPS? Uh, 727. But it was like he was 660 something, wasn't I he? I was like, he's raised it a ton 
I bet you he finishes with a seven. Out. I bet you he finishes close to seven fifty. Yeah, dude. Speaking of fans and that topic, Judge Homer today. It was like one oh three off the bat. Sounded like shit. One oh, and you go back and look, and it's like, oh my god, it's off the label. Like the bat or the ball probably had the Chandler C logo on it when he hit it, and it was still a homer. He's so strong. He's so strong, dude. Exactly. When he gets pick- in the box, when you're watching the game and he gets in the box and you're that close to him, are you like, so, Jesus, dude? I, I was, like, I how came, big are you? They were hitting BP. And I think I was doing something in the cage and I was just like, oh, I'll pop my head up to see, like, just see what's going on in on the field. And when we come up our tunnel, you can just look right into right field, basically. And you just see this monstrous human <laughs> just talking next to somebody in the outfield. And I'm like, oh, there's Judge. And just like any time he walks in the box, his presence like says hi to the umpire. And it's just like, bro, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, when we were in, I might have told this story. I can't remember on the pod. But when we were in New York, I was talking to Riz before the Sunday game. And we were out there and Judge was on the on the IL, but he was gonna he was in cleats, he was gonna do some running and he came over and we're talking and I'm like this. Hey Aaron, how you doing? <laughs> and uh and like dapped him up. And like when when I it's it's so tough because when I go to like and Riz is big, Riz is six three, you know, and like when I say hi to Riz, like I always feel like he's big, and then Judge comes over and I feel like Riz and I are the same height. And like I dap him up, and like my face is in his stomach, and I'm like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, hi, boy. He's just so big, bro. so big. It's a large individual." Zach, I'm bummed that we were robbed of a Scotty Afros CS59 possible matchup this series. Yeah, stinks. Oh, I actually Scotty texted us last week and said he wanted to come on the pod soon, and I forgot. Not tonight. To text him about tonight, but. He, we do need to have him back soon. He is, uh, he's clamoring for a comeback. Well, you know, if you wanted to see ZS59 or Aaron Judge, you could go to SeatGeek. I'd use it to see CS59. That's what I don't know if you know about SeatGeek, but they're a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is number one rated ticketing app. There's more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek. Tom actually used SeatGeek today. Tom, tell people what you use SeatGeek for today. Yeah, I went to the uh, Liberty game. Got some great tickets on SeatGeek. Did they Liberty, win? Liberty Liberty, and the Aces? Yeah, the top two teams in the WNBA, man. It was a good game. Sabrina Ines goes on a Liberty, right? Yeah, she dropped. She had like 18 in the first half. Ooh, they won the game, I see. Nice. Yeah, they, they, they won going away. Oh, the Aces were never in it. It's like a sold-out crowd, too. It was pretty cool at, uh, at Barclays. But the most important part is that you got tickets on SeatGeek. We've got some. Ian, Ian, I saw, I saw the green circle, so I knew it was good. Green circle. Green means good. Red means bad. Go for the green. Use code compound. We'll make it even more green. Use code compound for twenty per tour, not twenty percent. This is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. Use promo code compound. The link is in the description to download the app. Code compound. $20 $20 off. Um, I, I did have three things, Ian, that I just I got, I got popped one. into my head. I got another one. I think we set it off on another alarm. Go ahead, 5-9. Pop off. Pop off, did, King. Did we did we chat about Otani getting hurt? No, we haven't. That was one of my three. That was, that was one of my three. Yes. I, yeah. Let me real quick. I think I have to address the Angels fans. Uh, I predicted on Tuesday's show that they were going ah. to uh, make a comeback. And before it even premiered on YouTube, Otani and Trout were both injured again. So I do feel that I am single-handedly responsible, and I'm sorry to all Angels fans out it there. Was, it was almost immediate, Tom. It yeah. was like as we were recording, they both went down. But, but Tom, that was a good take, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, sometimes the takes, they don't work out. I, all right. I, would like to ask, I would like to ask this question about Shohei. Shohei has a torn UCL. Mm-hmm. I think and what I've playing. heard, still playing, still playing doubles and triples. What I've heard is that the torn UCL is a little bit different than the last one. We don't know if he's going to need surgery. We don't know what that looks like. If you are a bidder for Shohei Otani this off season, how much does this change your thinking? And what do you do with him? If you get him 
and he has a torn UCL. I think more teams will be in on him because they think they can get him for a cheaper price and shorter years. Mm-hmm. Um, Casey Mize, I believe, on our team was talking about this the other day. Like, why not incentivize like every one of his starts, right? So, say you start X amount of games, you get X amount of dollars. So then if he doesn't, and if he's hurt, you don't own that. You just own whatever he is as a hitter. Probably because he's too good and he won't say yes to that, and somebody will be willing to pay him and not do that. I mean, if he gets hurt, and I mean, then it's just if he has to get surgery and he misses time or whatever. Like, If you're a team looking for Shohei now, you you have to consider Shohei the closer and like what that looks like. I, yeah. I, yeah, I saw that take. And I talked about I talked I talked with some of the guys about the logistics of this because that was the first thing I didn't think about it. But it was the first thing that came up is like, what if he's hitting in the eighth inning? I'm like, what do you do? Like when Houston Street was closing out games for Texas in college, he's playing catch with the left fielder from third base. Do you have to build like a legit bullpen down under so that he can get ready? Like, because you can't run him out to the bullpen if he's DHing and he might have to hit. So, like, does he just like start getting loose in the seventh or eighth? And like, but from a workload perspective, like it makes him throw you know, max 70 innings a year, you kind of control it's one inning at a time, you know, is it harder on the body or is it easier on the body? I don't know, but you can control if you need to give him a couple of days down, like maybe that makes more sense. And he's probably just as valuable to the team, you know, being able to shut it down and do that role. I I don't know. I've seen, I've seen people say like, he should just be a hitter. And I feel like he's, too good of a pitcher to just be done pitching you know what i mean like he's still young enough where like you you get whatever needs to be done with his elbow done maybe next year he's just a position player or just a dh whatever it is and that's still a top five hitter in baseball just as a hitter and then like the following year you have him as then you kind of see where you're at like do you want him to start games i think it would be very tough like you said like it's a tie game in the eighth inning and he's coming up and you want him to throw the ninth inning. Like you're not pinch hitting for him or well, I guess you can't can. cause you need him to pitch. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, you can't like, you can't, you can't pinch hit so that he goes and gets ready. Cause then he's out of the game. I also think like, I think you're right. You can't, he's not, he's too good to just be a hitter. He's too valuable. Like he has the ability to do that. Um, and I just, I wonder Harper showed us that you can get TJ right mm-hmm. after the season. He got it right after the World Series, and he was back in, what, May? Yeah. So, like, as a hitter, he could do that. You know, it would be a tough thing rehabbing and playing and getting trying to throw again. But, like, I just – I wonder how much it does affect his free agency. I think somebody still pays him a just a dump truck worth of money, but, but maybe it's do not – you agree – I think I saw like Buster only said like it went from like $600 million like being thrown around to like, it's and let's not be crazy here. Like it's still a ton of money, but like now it's probably more around three fifty four hundred. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, next year, more than likely he's not going to be a starting pitcher for whoever but he plays. Even for. Dude, even if he was healthy, I don't, I don't see teams giving him like a 12 year con- or like whatever your contract like if if he's healthy i think he was getting 12 5 at least i think yeah i 12 I for 5 million 500 million I, that is i think that it would just be like a few short term deals like a few 4 years like why i think it i why? think it's it was going to be it's cheaper but still you still pay him and then he's you're still there for 4 years i think it was going to be a backloaded type contract like i think they were going to spread out the money I think I a team was going to find a way to be like, we will pay this guy. I think, whatever. I think, I think there's still some teams that are convincing themselves that 10 for 450 or 10 for 500 makes sense. I, I still think he's going to make north of 400, and I still think he probably makes north of 500. I agree. I, 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 I see 12 for 500 still very possible. I still think that teams see him as well. I think you're forgetting the marketing aspect of this as well, that like signing the most famous baseball player in the world is good for your brand. It's just the end of the day. I think it's interesting talking about him being a reliever. I actually think 
I mean, I, I'm not a player, so you guys could talk more about this, but I think, I mean, Dakota, I mean, you might be able to speak to this, that like the fact of not knowing when he's going to throw actually, I think would make it more complicated to plan it out. I think maybe the only way you could work as a reliever is like, they're like, he's pitching either Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, we know he's pitching. He's basically pitching once a week now. So maybe you, th- you target one to two days a week. Like he's, he's going to throw Tuesday or Wednesday, and then he's going to throw Friday or Saturday. But even then, that would still, I think you guys talked about some of the challenges. I, I think their teams are going to want him to be a starter still, even though, because we've seen he could do it. So we'll see. I mean, I, the, other, the other one last thing I want to point out is Masahiro Tanaka has been pitching on a torn UCL since 2019. There is a chance that maybe he doesn't go under the knife, that he that he finds a way to pitch through it. I don't know if obviously that's a big risk. And if you, you know, continue to, if you make the injury worse, that would be bad, but that there is a possibility that maybe he doesn't have to go under the knife. Didn't Wainwright, didn't Wainwright also do PRP and pitch for like five years before he had TJ? Anybody? No, I believe so. But I'm saying like, I guess we don't know the extent of the damage. And I believe he's already had TJ. So it's his, it'd be his second one, which is like 18 months. Like I know each time, like obviously each time you don't want to get it ever, but like, I know if you get it a second time, it's an even longer recovery. And they said it's not as like accurate. I I don't want to say accurate, but like, you're not going to, you may not be what you were after the first one. And that's, that's the issue. And like Tom said, like, I just, I don't see how relieving would work. Like, because especially like you're not going to throw them in the sixth inning of a game for one inning. And the thing is, you can't really schedule when he's going to throw out of the bullpen because if he's DHing or wherever he's playing, like then you lose the DH once he's done pitching. And like, it's just a whole nother thing you have to worry about. I don't know. It sucks. It, it really does like suck for baseball because how do they do that now? When he comes out of the game pitching, does he stay in to hit or is he, they out? made a, they made a rule for him. Did they? I didn't yeah. know. Yes. Yeah, they made so a like, off season that's like specifically just for him. That if you like, and it's only it's only if the pitcher starts hitting, then the pitcher can go to DH. Believe, so. yeah. yeah, no, it, well, it's anybody could do it hypothetically. I mean, they can't write it like oh, just for show. Well, I'm saying it's he did. Yeah, yeah. he's obviously the only person. If it's yes, it's if any pitcher starts the game, then you can get the DH back. But like, you can't. If he's the closer, you don't like get the. The pitcher doesn't just pitch then. Yeah. Tom. Yeah, it's tough. Yes. This offseason mm-hmm. comes across the ticker. Yankees got Shohei Otani. 10 oh. years, 500 million. You good with it? I it, To get the greatest baseball player I've ever seen, yes, 100%. I mean, I you know the injury risk. You have to accept that. I don't. I, he's made it pretty clear. I think he doesn't want to play in the East Coast. That's supposedly what kept the Yankees out of it last time. I don't know if that's changed, but yeah, I mean, if they, so I, I don't think there's any way they get it, but if they did, you throw a parade and, you know, throw a parade down the street right now. I'll, I'll lead it. Like, let's go. You know what I think? You know what uniform I think he'd look good in? Cubby blue. Bruce Bolt uniform. I think he'd look oh. great wearing Bruce Bolts. Bruce Bolts are the batting gloves that I use. I have white pair and a blue pair. Go to BruceBolt.us to check them out. You know what else they have? They have baseball pants, okay? So if you need a pair of baseball pants, maybe you're starting up fall ball. Best baseball pants out there. You can get the short version. They got the they got the short ones, like the big leaguers wear. They got long ones. They got tight ones. Check them out. BruceBolt.us. Go check out their baseball pants. Go check out their batting gloves. Get a pair of the half series. Why not? What else is on your list, Dakota? You said you got a couple things. <laughs> I was literally just trying to remember my other two things. Uh, my first thing that pops in my head is, can we get numbers on that right-handed bomb you hit today? Because that ball was launched. It was 104, I believe, 104.9 at 33. We round up. It's definitely 105 at 33. How far? Like 390-something. Really? I thought really? that, that ball was locked. That was like 15 rows up. Yeah, I thought it was a bad read too. Yeah, I got that being was, a little further. I got that. I thought it was read. four plus. Come on, that was one of your like 
your lefty ones, like you hit some like high pretty ones. Like that was one of your prettier, right? I feel like your righty ones are more like line drive homers. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. That, one that was, was a nice launched. one. That was, uh, especially off Wade, Wade's Wade Miley, mm-hmm. former teammate, former Covey. Great dude. Wonderful, wonderful human, wonderful teammate. Really enjoyed the time that he was with the Cubs. But now um, he's in the book. He's a tough matchup because he's cutters in. Yeah. You know, fours at the top. Not pretty rare four, but cutters in, cutters off in. They all look good. And then change ups down and away. And he's really good at hitting that down and away spot, down and away spot. And so he had thrown me some backdoor cutters the, the last outing. And it hadn't really come in much with the cutter. He'd kind of gone, gone cutter down, cutter under, but not like in when in the past he just like dominated me with cutters in. And so first pitch of the game, he goes cutter up, ball one. And I was really trying to push it out over. Uh and it kind of showed up and made a really great swing on it. And that was that was nice. But Wade uh is a wonderful human and um he did a great job against us tonight. Yeah, he rehabbed with us. Last year? When was he with the Cubs? Last year, yeah. Last, Last year, year, and he was a beauty. Yeah. Great dude. Like, one of those guys that comes down, and he's awesome. Like, talks he's, to everybody. Great guy. Yeah. Wonderful. And, like, he's the type of guy that, like, good teammate, and, like, will stay in touch with dudes. And, like, Nicky Madge hit a ball today. Um, I think it was a cutter, and he hit a – it was, like, 102 backside, and the second baseman made a diving play makes the play, throws him out, and then he's kind of coming around past Wade. And Wade, you know, being – he's, like, not afraid to just, like, talk when he's out there. And uh, Nick's running by him, and he's like, damn, I was trying to get that way in on you. I was trying to get that way in under your hands, left out over the plate. Good swing. Uh, Jordan Wicks with his debut for the Cubbies. Yeah. Sick Gross. debut. Sick debut. He comes comes in, starts the game. Gives up Key Brian Hayes first at bat of his big league career. Gives up a homer. Uh, Brian Reynolds hits a laser. Yeah, Brian Reynolds hitting two hole hits a laser, and then settles right in. Gets out of that jam, and then goes five strong. Nine punchies. Nine punchies. Changeup was really working, and like really settled in. Did a great job and awesome debut. Um, really cool. Just like. The Cubs have had a lot of like flack for homegrown pitching and like not having a bunch of dudes come up in that era where the Cubs were really competitive. And the fact that he came up, had a great debut. Obviously, Steely's been great. Alizé has been great. Um, you know, good for the organization and pitching development and stuff. And like, just awesome to see him come up and have that type of debut. And um, he did a great job and it was a big game for us. Yeah, it was sick. Nice beer shower, too. I was going to say you guys had to shower him, right? Because you got yeah. the win, correct? You got the win. First yeah. win. Uh, put him in the shower. Nice beer shower. Um, some interesting stuff ended up in the shower after, but really good debut. Other thing I had was the Seattle Mariners. Doing it. Just one. Tigers fans, close your ears. I think ZS59 might lead the Mariner fan club. ZS59 loves the Mariners. Dude, I'm telling. I just think they're like, like underrated because they play out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, I don't know the last time you played them, but like their bullpen is so funky. Like they have guys from every angle. That's like a new trend. I don't know if anybody really out there knows, but like or notices, I should say. Yeah. Like the Rays have a lot of guys from like different angles and different like tendencies like every other guy is a different pitcher opposed to like there was a point where it's like all right let's just get everybody who throws hard at the top with spin and it's like okay but like once you bring somebody new in it's kind of the same thing so like you know like brash right like brash looks like he's throwing from down here small skinny guy but just throws absolute noise at 100 and like a little funky like not really looking at you they act, they just, I mean, they traded Seawald at the end, at the trade deadline, which is like, all right, well, we got more people in the pen if we're going to trade him, you know? They and were then, almost like, Julio, sellers at the deadline. Yeah. Like Julio had a down year until he got 19 hits and 20 at bats or some shit like that. <laughs> like, and you know, like they still have 
Teoscar, they have Eugenio Suarez, like JP France. Hi, France. Like Cal, Cal Rally. I saw a tweet today. That he is he's banging. By JP France, did you mean JP Crawford and Ty France? JP Crawford and yeah, Ty sorry. France. You put them JP together. France is the Astros guy. I knew what you meant. They have a good, they have a good team. And, you know, I think you look at the AL West and the Rangers got off that unbelievable start and everybody was like, well, Rangers are running away with the West. And, that's a tight division. It's, tight, it's everybody's separated by a game and like it's going to come down to the end. Mariners have been awesome. That fan base does a great job of showing up. I've still Dude, never played there. That is we, one of the Scott and I were talking about this yesterday. That's one of the loudest places I've ever been. We played them early in the year uh, and had a good series with them. But the, you know, since the deadline, they've been unbelievable and they've done it the last couple of years. And like it would be great for baseball for them to win the division and be in the playoffs. And then obviously those other two teams draw well and are going to, you know, they're going to be in it, but so, I mean, back to that division, like you forget about the Astros for whatever reason, they won the world series yeah. last year, bro. They scored 17 runs against us yesterday. They went out to Boston, flew out last night and scored 13 today. That's another lineup where you're just like, Bro, what their backup catcher Diaz is hitting 282 with an 836 OPS. Like no Chad offense, Mc... Tom. Chaz no offense. 282 with an 882 OPS. Like Kyle Tucker had one of the most impressive at bats I've ever seen in my big league career yesterday. Like 02 to 32 with fouled off three pitches, turned around 94 up and in homer. Like you look up, oh my God, he has 100 RBIs. No offense, Tom. There was a lot of talk about the AL East at the beginning of the year and how the AL East is going to be so good. Well, and it is. It is. They've <laughs> been very good. But the AL West has been really, really good. And the Mariners weren't expected to win as many games as they've won. The Rangers weren't expected to win as many games as they've won. Um, and that division has been really, really good. Tom, uh, to defend your division, the Orioles and Rays are both up by like six games on the entire AL West. So I got your back, Tom. I know it's not the Yankees, but the Ailes is gross. I was looking at the standings. One of the – it's kind of crazy that one of the Mariners, Rangers, Astros, and Blue Jays are not going to the playoffs. One of those four is missing the playoffs, and those are four teams that you could say could win the World Series. There's three – there's three L West teams in the playoffs right now and two NL East teams. Yeah, but the Blue Jays are two and a half back and the Rays and Orioles are both like up by six games on the best AL West team. That's what I'm saying. That's my argument. Fine. But I, I agree with you. There are three. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm like agreeing no, with you right, while man. also defending Tom in that all of those teams could win a World Series. Blue Jays are two and a half out and could they, you could say they could win the World Series. They're unreal. Although they've been really bad as of late, Hap was very early on the Texas Rangers last year, a leader of their bandwagon. Some would say. Yeah, he did say that. I got to give him credit on that one. So, because we, I think Thank we you. we we made, we made a bet if they were going to go over or under eighty five wins, I need them to go more than one and nine if I'm going to get the under. I don't like <laughs> one and nine is not say. good enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then you go to the NL like Ian. You guys are in a fucking race, bro. Oh. It's a dog fight. It is a so dog you play fight. for. It's so crazy. Baseball is so stupid, but so cool. Like play 162 games, yet 16 teams from each side can't get far enough apart from each other throughout the year. And yeah. that's the thing. The thing with baseball is Your like I said teams, about like the Blue Jays, like the the Cubs are five back of the NL Central. The Brewers have won nine straight. Like you got the Giants one and a half find the Cubs for the last wild card spot tied with the Diamondbacks. You could argue any of these teams like baseball, like you could argue these teams could win the world series and like, yeah. they might miss the playoffs, but you could be like, they could win the whole thing if they get in. Well, I think there was a lot of talk this year too, about the NL East and how good the NL East was going to be. And, you know, right now, as it stands, there's two teams from the central, two teams from the East and two teams from the West in the playoffs. Now you have, another team from the East, another team from the Central, another team from the West that are competing for that last spot mm -hmm. with the Giants, the Reds, and Miami. But, like, it's been a very even race in the Central across all the divisions. And, like, that just speaks to how 
strong the league is right now and one of the reasons why attendance is up one of the reasons why fan interest is up but like the league's been very even and like there's all that talk before the year and then once it shakes out like there's a lot of good baseball teams out there and a lot of good players in the league right now and it's made the season really fun how sick all the nl west fan bases how sick of the Dodgers do you think they are? Like the Diamondbacks were in first for like what, like a hundred games, and then the Dodgers were just like, all right, we'll take I, over. Was we'll take there was here. a time this year where the Dodgers were like scuffling, right? And it, but yeah, a hundred percent. Like early in the year, I feel like they were like, or at least like the first two months, like I feel like they were like around five hundred, like probably always like five six games over five hundred. But now they're eighty and forty nine, and it's like okay, they're back to being the best team in the NL, except yeah, for our Cubs. 12 games up well, in the well, and the Braves are disgusting but yeah yeah it's pretty nuts like the Dodgers are just year after year just keep producing unbelievable seasons they also have they also have two MVPs on the team remember when uh Freddie was in free agency and there was basically only two teams bidding and they were like oh it's a lot of money to pay for Freddie Freeman how's that looking now yeah jeez He's having the best year of his career, basically. Well, and the and the Dodgers got Zach's boy. Kike. Oh, yeah, Kike. It's your guy. Yeah, I haven't seen much on him. Isn't Outman Outman's a rookie, right? Yeah. Or is he, yeah. Hitting, is he still hitting like 250 with like a seven 250, something? 784 OPS, 16 homers, 56 ribbies. Bro. Just sitting in the six seven hole. Just kind of hanging out at the bottom of the lineup, like, oh yeah, got to worry about him too. Like that's good about Jay over there. Do you know what this is a good time? This is a good time for ERC. Yeah, ERC. ERC. Yep. The employee retention credit. That's what you all need to know about Omega Accounting Solutions is official partner of the Chicago Cubs, and they are helping small businesses all over the country, well, all over the Midwest and the country learn about the employee retention credit. Uh, it's a government incentive that helps small businesses and thousands, uh, in the Midwest, all over the place, get up to $26,000 per employee for overpayment of payroll taxes during the pandemic. If you paid people during the pandemic, if you had five to 500 W-2 employees, this applies to you. Omega is the number one ERC company for getting your ERC funds by Merchant Maverick. That's who said they were the best. Don't miss out on small business tax credit, even if you gave out a PPP loan. Smallbizcashback.com slash cubs. Smallbizcashback.com slash cubs. Yes, Dakota. Uh, last thing I had that I e thought of. C it's a question for Tom. Thoughts on the... Uh... Is it Brandon Lowe or Brandon Lau? Brandon Lowe? Thoughts on his comments after uh, bench is clear and he called them a last place team, which is true, but it's. Is it even is it even shit talking if it's just a, it's a statistical fact? I mean, it, it is a statement of fact. Yeah. But did it hurt a little? Like, did that kind of hurt a little yeah, bit? Yeah. I mean, I was there a couple of years ago when uh, CC, I had a 19 CC got in really fired up at them. And then, and DD hit a grand slam. One of the cooler wins of that season felt like we kind of had their number at that point. Really, ever since the Chapman walk off in the playoffs, it sort of feels like the two roles have flipped. Uh, they've kind of had our number since then. Cause it always felt like when you had a guy like CC going, like I remember when CC, he was going for some innings mark that would have got him like 750,000 yes. guy instead. And yes. that's like, that was like, you know, like it felt like during that time, the Yankees really were in control of that rivalry. And now it's kind of shoes on the other foot, but that's the way it's that going is, for the Yankees in a lot of ways right now. Have you, have you seen that the is, 24 schedule? Have I seen the 2024 schedule? I've not. Tom, that yes. is real quick about the CC thing one of the cooler moments like that that just like epitomizes cc sabathia yeah like i've seen that clip and that clip fires me up every time i've seen it like i don't know if zach and ian know but like it was yeah. what'd you say 2019 yes and cc needed like i think two more innings to reach like an incentive to get like half a million dollars and like yeah. they hit i think it was russell martin at the time 
Was it want to say they hit Russell Martin? No or? way he was there in 2019. No, not only in 19. He Who was. was it? He they hit somebody and they oh, it was Romine, I think. Yeah, probably Romine. It was and a then CC goes out and just plunks the first guy and he just like points to their dugout and goes, That's for you. And as he walks off the mound because he got tossed. He's Pretty like, sure like he did Yankees. He's like, the Yankees ended up paying him that money too. That's what, like, I think, like, I've seen the clip a million times. I think, like, David Cohn is like, CC don't play. Like, CC doesn't give a fuck. Like, he is like, I will defend my guys. I don't care. And that's the kind of stuff, like, that stuff fires me up. Like, if you got a guy in that, like, that in your clubhouse, you feel pretty good. Goes well, I, mean, can we, I mean, if you want to talk about great runs the players have had, CC's run in Milwaukee, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see another run like that. I mean, it, in part because – not only was he was he pitching so well, he was like mashing. He hit like you yeah. know two eighty during that stretch and was hitting bombs left and right. And yeah. he was also pitching like every day, three days. Like I, I was looking at some of the numbers from that era, and I think it's it's crazy to look now, like fifteen years later. It's not that much. It's not that long ago, but it feels like such a different era for the sport. Like it's just not. When are you seeing guys throwing you know eight complete games in a season? You're never gonna. You're probably never gonna see no. that. No, he's one of my all time favorite players just because of like the way he played baseball. I I was working there in 19 and I worked the playoff game four when he got injured. uh, And that was going to be his last season. And I remember I, I need, they, they asked us to go downstairs and work the mics. They wanted us down there early. And he, and he was pitching and I was like, no, I like cider. I already had a new job. So I was like, oh, if they're going to fire me, they'll fire me. I was like, I got, I got to watch. It was the first time I ever got to go to a Yankee playoff game. And then to watch it end like that, man, it was hard not to be, you know, I was in the press box. So you can't yeah. get, but it was hard not to get some sort of emotional that this guy that had meant so much to this franchise, you know, comes in 09, gets them a championship with one of the mainstays of that team. And then obviously he'd had his well-diagnosed personal struggles that he had went through. And he, you know, had a stretch there where he was not very good for two or three years and all of a sudden kind of found it again at the end of his career and finished really strong for it to end like that was was tough. But it was really – I'm still glad I got to see it because it was, it was really cool to see the, the ovation that that crowd was able to give him in that moment because was, it was a really bad playoff game, so it was one of the few times they were able to express anything. Yeah. That first series of 2024, whenever it is, I don't I haven't seen their schedule, I don't know, but whenever that first series is of 24, it'll be – yeah. Yeah. Oh, versus the Rays, you're saying? Yeah. Yankees oh, Rays yeah. 2024 first series. Because, like, those comments of, like, too bad we don't see him again. So that's what Ian Yankees Hamilton, players, Ian Ian Hamilton, Hamilton said, said that. Yeah. That's going to be. But that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with the balanced schedule is people would love to see that matchup, even though obviously the Yankees, like, unfortunately, probably aren't going to make the playoffs. Like, People want to see that. I know, like, yeah, I mean, but guys are probably going to get it. It only happens like, like a few times out of the year anyway. Like, the other, the other 16 times you would play somebody, nothing happens. It is crazy yeah. that we don't see the Cardinals again. It's crazy that we don't see the Cardinals. I would love for them. To, is there a way, do you think, with the balanced schedule to even increase like some of those like more historic rivalries? Like, Yankee, like pick a pick one team in the division, you play them. Uh, more times or you find a way to get some of these like i understand the balance schedule i understand the appeal of it and as i said to you like i remember walking around here when the, the padres were here and i saw in midtown manhattan an influx of padres fans like i've never seen just walking around one day so i i do understand the appeal of the balance schedule but i there was something very historic and and, and to me a, a part of the baseball tradition i liked about playing 19 times and i wish there was a way to keep both i know there may not be but i wish with the math you could find a way to at least get closer to having those teams play closer to 19 times. Well, Tom, you could tell us about how we can do an in-season tournament to figure it out. Let's do slow. I got, I got some comments from people who said that was a great idea. I, I still think I it was with idea. you. Yeah. Tom was, Tom was scouring the comments to find the four people that said, Tom, that's a great idea. You didn't let me say my counterpoints for the, the players too. It was going to be 154 game season. Huge cash prize at the end. There was there was more incentive for the players, but you didn't want to hear it. That's fine. You had it all the way thought out. I did, you know, but you didn't want to hear the pitch. So it's okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> let's do let's do the slow the Sloan screen time. I had a let's bad tell, day. Tell the people 
what your screen time was. Let me tell you about Sloan before you tell the people, though. Sloan's the world's leading manufacturer. Commercial plumbing systems. Everybody knows that. They got flush show meters. They got all types of things that you need. Provide smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water-efficient products like flush meters, faucet sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan.com. Tom, what is your screen time? 510. That's not bad. You seem disappointed, but that's not bad. No, I just had some time here, again, right before the podcast where I was just in our office here, just kind of on my phone, so... 348 for me that's a 348 i'm feeling pretty good about it and i, I had it might be a winner for four, four three eight Ooh. so this is tom six i had a bus ride until 4 a.m and then I golfed today where I had the Grint open. I got six hours, 12 minutes. Okay, you happy? You feel good? There it is. I feel really good about being back in the winter circle. It's been a minute since I've won. I've been having some high screen times. And getting back in the winter circle makes me feel good. 6-12 I don't love that you. I, I don't love that you lost to Tom, but I love that I'm in the winner. I'm circle. disappointed in myself, honestly. I'm kind of disgusted. You're gross. Bad. It's really It's gross. I need to be better, and I will be better. That's episode one seventy three of the Compound Podcast. I think next week, I think next week we should try to have Scotty on. We should we should get a Scotty F for us update. Scotty, we should get him on the pod. The thing is, him. is we could get Scotty anytime, any day, anywhere. Like he'll yeah. come on. We could call him right now, and he'd probably wake up and answer and be like, "I got a question." <laughs> Can we do that right now? Can we call oh. right now? And no, call? no. It, we'd be on here for another hour because yeah, he'd no. come up with 10 questions. <laughs> Scotty, no. Next week. <laughs> Next week, Scotty F for us on the pod. That's 173 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's. Go to your local liquor, liquor store. Go to your local liquor store. Ask about Parse. See you next week.